This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. In Jesus' name. Father, we bless the holy name as we commit this service once more to the mighty hand. For in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. This morning, let there be revival through that word. Let there be deliverance, freedom, and upliftment through that word. In Jesus' name, we pray. The Lord is good. The message this morning is titled Revival by Fire. And we're taking our message from the book of Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 14. Revival by fire. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 14. And I read, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Somebody is going to be filled with the glory of the Lord this morning. As the waters cover the sea. God is in the business of revealing himself to his children as much as desire his touch will be touched today in Jesus name. I want you to turn to your neighbor and witness to somebody I'm a career of his glory. Turn to your neighbor on the right on the left witness to that neighbor I'm a career of his glory. Oh yes. It's good to be a career of his glory. When your career of his glory, mountains that stand before you are reduced Amen. to nothing. The resting parts, and you can call down fire at any time. Hello? When your career of his glory, when you speak a thing, it's established. When your career of his glory, everything on earth respects the word of God you speak. Devil is not respecter of persons. The only thing the devil respects is the power of God in you. The glory of God in you. What the world wants to see is manifestation of the power of God through you. The twelve disciples were nobody. Hello? But the glory of God made them to be somebody. Joseph was nobody. A prisoner. But the glory of God transformed him. I don't know whether the enemy has told you that you are nobody. Be ready because transformation is coming your way today. Amen. I want a better man. God is in a hurry to reveal his glory unto his children. He doesn't have problem with blessing his children. His problem is our faithfulness. But still being a God, he created an institution that empowers him to oversee, overlook the shortcomings of his children. That institution is called the institution of mercy. That even when you are not entitled, not qualified to benefit from his kingdom, he uses his mercy to set aside our iniquities, our shortcomings, and position you from nobody to somebody, from nothing to something. I don't know who the lies the enemy have told you, but today, by divine unction, you are going somewhere. Amen. Because you are a career of his glory. Amen. God is in a hurry to reveal his glory. It's every valley shall be exalted. Mountains and hills shall be made low. The crooked shall be strengthened. Rough places shall be made plain. 
and his glory and his glory must be revealed because no power can stop the power God from being revealed no power can stop his glory in your life from being made manifest no power no power they said the children of Israel must remain in bondage in Egypt before even Pharaoh was born who brought that decree God has prophesied more than 400 years ago that his children will go to a strange land and he'll bring them out with abundance. And the man that was born within a space of 100 years cannot rise up to counter what God has ordained 400 years backward. I don't know who is tormenting your destiny, but I want you to understand what God has declared about your destiny has been fashioned out in heaven before you were even born. Yes, sir. A man mortal called witches and wizards cannot stop you. Amen. No witch is up to 200 years. No marine king is up to 200 years. Marine queen. No cultivation is up to 200 years on this earth. But our God is the owner of heaven and earth. Yes, that dwells in the realm of everlasting. Yes, to everlasting. Yes, and before you were born, he has already ordained in his book who and what you will be. So that may mortal called witches and wizards cannot stop you. Because you are ordained to reveal his glory. They say no male child will be born in Egypt. Will be born to be alive. That every male child was condemned to die immediately that child is born. But God brought forth Moses. And not only did God bring forth Moses, he handed over Moses to that man who passed the decree and said, train this child for me, Pharaoh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Pharaoh trained that child that he said would never, that seed that would never come alive. Pharaoh was the one that trained that seed for God's purpose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If they're attacking you, it's because they are doing a very important work in your life God wants them to do. If which is attacking you, God wants you to rise up in prayer to be a prayer warrior. Because if they don't attack you, most of you won't know how to pray. If you're going through situations in life, it's not because God cannot deliver you. It's because there is something God wants you to learn through that situation. But that situation, I can tell you authoritatively, can never stop the glory of the Lord from being revealed in your life. Because you are ordained for the glory. You are ordained for the glory. No power can tell what belongs to you. In vain are they gathering. Ask Joseph. They gang up against him. Did they tell what belonged to him? What God ordained for him came to pass. Ask David. He was not there when the meeting took place. Prophet Samuel and his seven sons of Jesse. But at the time, the heavenly said, this meeting cannot hold because the person I called this meeting for is not here. And when they realized that somebody was missing, they said, everybody must stand at attention. Until that boy, you people say is nobody. Until that person, you people say is irrelevant, comes to this place. And then the meeting will continue. I want you to understand there are meetings that have been going on without you. But that meeting will never come to a spiritual conclusion until you resurrect. And the glory of God will resurrect you today. It's an agreement. Shout hallelujah. We are in the era of mighty revival. 
and revelation of God's glory. Revelation of his knowledge. Revelation of his wisdom. God has come down for the sake of revival. He said to revive us spiritually. Amen. He said to revive us physically. Amen. He said to revive us financially. Maritally. Health wise. And as many that would desire his touch today will be equipped as carriers of his glory. In agreement, shout hallelujah. It is important to note that the major revival of God to create a kingdom for his people who will serve in spirit and truth started with Abraham, who at the time of his calling was Abraham. Abraham means the father of multitude. Abraham was the first great patriarch of ancient Israel and the primary model of faithfulness for Christianity. Abraham was the father of the Hebrews. And a prime example of a righteous man. In spite of impossible odds, Abraham still had faith in God's promises. I don't know the odds the enemy has presented before you. You must still have faith in God's promises for your lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Abraham is seen as a model for human behavior, credited for his hospitable attitude to strangers, known as a God fearing man who was obedient to God and to his laws. God's promise upon his life was passed on to Isaac and to his grandson Jacob. His great-grandson Joseph continued to run the vision in Egypt in fulfillment of God's promises and covenant blessings unto Abraham. Abraham was the offspring of generational blessings of which today Christians all over the world are laying claims to Abraham's blessings. We always sing Abraham's blessings are what? Muslims equally lay claim to Abraham as a father of Ishmael. They lay claim to Abraham. Christians lay claim to Abraham. I pray God will release his generational blessings upon your life today. Today, the revival that catapulted Abraham from covenant promises to covenant blessings will locate you in Jesus' name. Abraham was such an important figure in the history of God's people. And even then, when they were in trouble, they were quick. To put God in remembrance of his word. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Each time they call upon the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God will remember his covenant with Abraham. And will show mercy. The faithfulness of one man. Is he making waves. From generation up to this generation. What is your faith in God? You the living. What is your faith in God? If the faith of someone who had died thousands and thousands and thousands of years, is he making way for people up to this generation? What is the measure of your own faith in God? God said, my covenant will I not break? Now alter the words that have gone out of my lips. That is how far faith can go. Faith has no ending. There is no end to faith. The faith you use today will keep on carrying you. As you continue to service that faith, it will eventually take you to the promised land. Abraham is viewed as the spiritual father for all who share similar faith in Christ. If anyone desires to be called a friend of God, you must desire Abraham's faith. Joseph was one of the great grandsons of Abraham. He was known for his revival by fire through his undying faith in the God of his father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
As the 11th son of Jacob, he was confronted by impossible odds. But through his faith in God, he excelled. He was a product of household conspiracy. He escaped premature death, sold into slavery to the Ishmaelites, became a slave in Egypt under Potiphar. He was troubled and tormented by Potiphar's wife. Miraculously, he ended up in jail. What he was accused was enough for him to be killed, executed. But God saved his soul, and he was sent to jail on evil accusation of sexual assault. Against all odds, he held on to his faith in God. Against all odds, he refused to give up on God. And God met him at the odious place one could ever receive blessings in life. Joseph found himself in a very detestable situation in life. But the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who happens to be a rewarder of those that did gently seek him, located him, even in that state, and crowned him with favor. Faith is likened to a star that cannot be dimmed. God's faith upon your life is such that it's ordained to shine and shine and shine forth unto glory. As far as Joseph was concerned, calamity, reproach, and disgrace couldn't dim that faith. As far as Joseph was concerned, sicknesses, threat to his life, sorrow, lack, setback, couldn't dim that faith. Your faith is a gift from God. No matter the situation you're going through in life, nothing is empowered to dim that faith. Your faith is a heavenly instrument imbued in you for your assignment on earth. It's planted by God to reveal his glory upon your life. The moment you allow the devil to dim your faith, that is the end of your mission on earth. But I pray God will continue to make you an overcomer. Amen. The faith of God upon Joseph overcame the plot of household enemies and he never withered. His faith in God saw him through the difficulties of life, difficulties of slavery, bondage, imprisonment, and all forms of detestable treatments in Egypt. In prison, and without any form of natural connection, the supernatural connection of God located him. In prison, and without any form of natural connection, the revival anointing of God promoted him from being a prisoner to the presidency. By reason of this service, the revival anointing of God will promote you from poverty to prosperity. You will be promoted from disgrace to grace. From rejection to favor. In agreement, shout hallelujah. Many are held in the prison of calamity, reproach, shame, and disgrace. Many are held in the prison of sickness, infirmity, afflictions, and pains. Many are held in the prison of trade to their lives, prison of lack, setback, stagnation, failure, defeat, prison of disappointment, procrastination, and delay. Many are held in the prison of sorrow, bewitchment, and hatred. Prison of poverty, demotion, devourer. Many are here in the prison of despisement, rejection, abandonment. Today, the anointing of revival by fire will locate you. Will locate you. Will locate you. When the anointing of revival by fire is in place, it means impossibilities are transformed to possibilities. It means that there are situations. Receive resurrection power of God and they come back to life. Amen. It means emotion is transformed to promotion and bondage is replaced by liberty. Amen. 
Today, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will activate the revival anointing to transform your destiny. Amen. And as many as will shout, Hallelujah, will receive that blessings. Amen. Moses was one of the vessels God ordained as a key player in his program for his kingdom. He spent 40 years in Egypt. He spent another 40 years with the Midianites. At the age of 8, God decided to use him. He was one of the period that was impossible for any male Hebrew to survive. But because he was a carrier of God's glory, he was beyond human destruction. When you're a carrier of God's glory, you have a mark that makes you to be unstoppable. Amen. When you're a carrier of God's glory, things that stop other people can never stop you. Amen. When you're a carrier of the glory of God, you become unstoppable. Amen. Unbeatable. Amen unmovable. Yes, Where others fail, you will succeed. Amen. Because it was a career of the glory of the Lord. The natural protocol bowed before him. Amen. And that man that said these people will not leave was the one that trained Moses. Moses ate with him on his table. Moses was highly favored in the sight of Pharaoh. God is simply talking to somebody this morning. No power on earth can stop you. Amen. Because you are a career of his glory. What was supposed to consume Moses rather blessed and promoted Moses. Because you are a career of his glory. Premature death will be far from you. Amen. What is supposed to destroy you will turn around to bless and promote you. Amen. At God's appointed time, God transformed Moses to a be a God before his enemies. Through him, God displayed ten mighty signs and wonders in Egypt. Through Moses, God parted the sea. Through Moses, uncountable signs and wonders took place at the wilderness. Through his faithfulness, God transformed a mere mortal to the realm of immortal before his enemies. For the accomplishment of his assignments on earth. This morning I prophesy that any power that has sworn that the glory of the Lord will not be revealed in your life will be visited by uncommon judgment of God. Amen. Your enemies will be reduced to vegetables. Amen. The judgment of God will cripple them. Amen. Because you must make it in life. Amen. I am not praying for your enemies to die. I am praying for them to be alive so that they can repent. By God's grace. And praying for them to be alive. So that they can be alive to confess that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. Amen. That that year Jesus they fought is indeed the only Lord and Savior. For the sake of them, I'm not praying for enemies to die. I'm praying for them to be alive. And for them to come to terms that God has a final say. God has spoken once. And to us have I had it. That all power belonging to God. I'm yes, praying for them to be alive. Yes, for them to know that power does not belong to that witch there. Yes, does not belong to the witch of kingdom. Yes, does not belong to the marine kingdom. Yes, does not belong to a cultic kingdom. Yes, it belongs to the almighty God. Yes, and that is God you are serving. Yes, that God will never disappoint you. Amen. But he will continue to disappoint and frustrate your enemies. Amen. For the third time, I pray for your enemies to be alive. 
Why do I pray for them to be alive? Come with me to Psalm 23, verses 5 and 6. Psalm 23, verses 5 and 6 declares, Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He did not prepare a table for you in the absence. He prepared it in their presence. For them to know that no matter how tough they think they are, they cannot stop you. They cannot stop your God. Because your God is the uninterrupted power supply that you have. I'm praying for them to be alive, for them to know that your God has anointed your head with the oil, oil of favor, oil of preservation, oil of greatness, oil of wisdom, oil of fruitfulness, oil that whatever you lay hand upon shall prosper. And that your cup will continue to run it over. That everything God has ordained for you will continue to locate you in the realm of abundance. I'm praying for them to be alive so that they will know that whatever thing they did to you was simply their foolishness. That they were dwelling in foolishness of nature. In weakness of nature. That their wickedness can never stop you. And cannot stop what God has ordained for you. In the presence of his enemies, God decorated Joseph. And those that said that they will never bow before Joseph, they came and bowed before Joseph. God did not kill his enemies, but he kept them alive for them to see and come to terms that your God has a final say. I said, how will my enemies know who my God is if they are not alive? I pray for them to be alive. So let us see if they can receive God's mercy. Because God does not desire for any soul to dwell in hell. Hell is not even the place you desire for your enemies to be. But it's a matter of choice. I pray for them to be alive. So that they will see that all the evil satanic night vision they had against you is just better noise. That whatever thing they did past the appointed time that God held them for you. Because whatever thing they would do or they are still doing or they have done in the past is not enough to change what God has ordained for you. David said that even in my mother's womb you have written out what I will be on earth. I want you to understand the only person that will give the devil rights over you is you. As long as you stand by faith and stand on the word of God. God said in Psalm 89 verse 34 that my covenant will I not break nor alter the words that has spoken concerning you. His word he has spoken concerning you can never be altered. Amen. Can never be revoked by any witch. Amen. Can never be revoked by any wizard. Amen. No occultic kingdom can revoke that word. Amen. Because even though he's in a hurry to bless you, he's a very careful personality. He's a loving God, full of mercy. Number one, if God were to judge me by my standard of life, I won't be alive today. So, God equally allow our enemies, give them some level of grace for them to come on board to the level of his kingdom. It's only when they refuse and get caught up with God's appointed time that he allows them to go to hell. How would they know that what you are telling them God said about you is true if they are not alive? How would they confess and declare that Jesus is, is Lord indeed, if they don't see what God has done 
in your life. I have seen enemies. I have seen co-cultural grandmasters that come to give their life to Christ because of what God has done to the enemies. When they come to turn out everything they have done, they couldn't stop that man. They begin to say, that man is not to my ministry spirits. And I want to be like that spirit that is in that man. I want you to know that today, God has a special program for you. And that program is that nobody can kill your destiny prematurely. What belongs to you will never pass you by. Let's shout hallelujah. Our God is in a hurry to bless his children. He's in a hurry. Because what he has ordained must surely come to pass. As long as God decorated Joseph and his enemies, we are alive to see God's vision come to pass in his life. God will decorate you before your enemies. Your enemies will be alive to see your ascension to the top because your enemies will surely bow before you. God will make you a God before your enemies. Moses said, I'm a man of slow speech. And God said, what you count as disability is what I call ability. He said, I can't speak. He said, that is very, very wonderful. Because you can't speak well. I have made you now a God. You don't need to talk again. I've raised your elder brother, Aaron, to be your speaker. Just turn as a God. And Aaron will be speaking. I don't know what you call disability in your life. But I want you to understand. In that state of disability, it's going to promote you. God is in a hurry to reveal his glory. He's looking for willing vessels that he will use for outpouring, for activation, and to do exploit in this end time. He raised a man called Elijah to display his fire anointing. Most of us do not know what Elijah means. Elijah means the Lord is my God. And because he was a man who knew his name, he utilized that name very, very well. As long as he knew that God was his God, he acted like God. He spoke like God. So when he said, fire condemn, fire will condemn by fire. Anything he declared came to pass. When he tell the king you will die, the king will die. Because he was acting out his name. That name that the Lord is my God. Elijah was one who truly acted to his name. He knew his God as the God of fire. Elijah was too generous in the use of fire to bless his enemies. He released fire as a form of generosity to bless his enemy. He used fire as a blessing to his enemies. I believe somebody is getting to the level that by the time you call fire, fire will consume your enemies. He was a prophet who knew how to dispense fire as a dash, as a gift to his enemies. He was quite influential. A radical prophet during the era of kings Ahab and Ahaziah. His manifestation of God's power dominated Israel's history for centuries, even up to date. And it's on record that nobody has used the fire of God the way Elijah controlled that anointing by fire. Today, as many that are ready for his touch 
will be touched by the God of Elijah. Amen. Today, as many or sincerely want to be carriers of his glory, will be touched by this God of Elijah. Amen. Who is this God of Elijah? The God of Elijah is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Elijah is the God that answered by fire. The God of Elijah is the God that activates revival by fire. The God of Elijah is the God of possibilities. The God that does not believe in any impossibility. The God that when he sees impossibilities, he uses impossibilities as raw materials to activate his work. The God of Elijah is the God of speedy manifestation. In First King chapter 17 verse 1, Elijah declared, As the Lord God of Israel before whom I stand, leave it. There shall neither be dew nor rain, be by my walls. And it came to pass. Elijah declared, and the God of Elijah honored his word immediately. As many as believe in this God of Elijah, who incidentally is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, will receive speedy manifestation of all your petitions today. He is the God that come down by fire. In First Kings chapter 18, he came down by fire. He disgraced King Ahab, Jezebel, and 850 prophets of Baal. Second Kings chapter 1, verses 7 to 12. Elijah declared, if I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven. And fire came down from heaven and consumed the captain and his band of 1050s. Elijah was a man of exceptionally power, user of the power of God. A man who knew how to utilize the power of God. Today, God is set for the outpouring of this fire anointing to his willing children. If you are in agreement, God will visit you today. Amen. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory. Father, the hour has come. Reveal yourself. Fill your children with the knowledge of your glory. As the water covered the sea. If I be a man of God, let your fire anointing flow. Let your anointing of revival flow. Your children are positioned to be filled for mighty exploits. Revive them. This is your era of revival for your children. Refill them. Let there be outpouring of your revival anointing. Outpouring of your revival anointing. Father, your children are positioned for your touch. Touch them one more time. The hour has come for you to feed them afresh as carriers of your glory. How will men believe except they see signs and wonders? Hey, Father, feed them and use them for your mighty exploits. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Worship you. Glorify you. Give you all the glory. All the honor. Father, this morning, every race of calamity must bow. Amen. Every race of reproach must bow. Amen. Yes, Father, we bless you. Yes, Father. The God that is more than enough. The all sufficient God. You don't more than we expected today, we thank you. You are the God of mercies. The God that whose mercy is beyond him. Thank you for visiting us in a special way. Father, nothing can be compared to being in your presence. Nothing can be compared to the relationship we have with you. Thank you because you're always there for us. We bless you for what you've done today. That what you've done is permanent. That men and women will come to terms that you relate over the affairs of our lives. 
because they begin to call us very soon as the blessings of the Lord. Those that despised and mocked us, that said we are not children of God, will turn around to declare that indeed we are children of God. Our enemies will follow us to the altar of thanksgiving to bless their holy name. Thank you, Lord. Because this is the season and year of speedy manifestations. Your words concerning will no longer be prolonged. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.